Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis D, and with me, as always, Awkward Con and Geekcast Joe. Uh, fun-filled uh, show tonight, guys. I'm excited. Don't want to give anything away. We'll just keep playing it, um, you know, moment by moment. Uh, we're doing a new, uh, I guess, what, what would you call it? I don't think we would call it a segment, really, but... Um, anyways, uh, the plan for the shows going forward is, um, we want to start promoting, uh, local bands. So on every episode, at the end of the episode, uh, we're going to, uh, plug a song, uh, submitted by a local band. <laughs> so would that be a segment? Would you call that a segment? I don't know. No? Yeah. Well. Yes. Maybe. Stick around and listen. Decide if you're, if it's a segment and then send us a tweet. Using hashtag freaking sand. Yeah, and, ba- and basically, like, just so you guys get an idea, like you know, like how we normally close out every show. You know, we plug our stuff. I tell you, we appreciate you listening. We'll play our closing theme, and then after the closing theme is done, then we will play the uh, uh, song submitted to us. You know, we'll give you the name and where you can find them and their music and everything. Um, this just started out, uh, so we do have a couple, but I just want—I would love for them to keep coming in. So we can make this a weekly thing and get your name out there to not only people in your area, but people all over the country, all over the world. Uh, hopefully to people who aren't going to be riding in the ambulance I hear in Joey's background. <laughs> That's accurate. You live in a scary fucking it's, neighborhood. It's, it's just, it's a local uh, garage band. They, the, uh, the ambulance banditos. <laughs> was that, uh, was it out of Chicago, <laughs> Right? Was that their uh, number one hit, uh, Sirens? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they've got it's it's a bunch of different siren noises. Sometimes they've got like the Italian ambulance noise, and sometimes it's the American one. It's a weird thing. Not a lot of people are into it. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just the, the local dogs I like really it. like it. They sing along. I love that. Even before the show started, the very first thing you hear is just some dog barking in the background. <laughs> Uh, he's calm down now. I can see him from where I'm sitting. He's just chilling on the back porch. Are you, uh, be honest, now, are you going to miss where you're at now when you move out west for your internship? I, I think I will. Yeah. Yeah, I'll miss being so close to everybody and everything. That's true. Like, I'll be close to other things, and the uh, the scenery will be better, but I don't know. Well, maybe you're gonna be miss. You're gonna miss being in uh, the city. I gotcha. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, new adventures, right? Yep. Perfect. Um. So yeah. So uh, before we get into um our main topic uh, later on in the show, I want to uh, start out with uh, this freaking thing. Um. You guys heard about the um the bullshit with the uh, Stanford swimmer, right? Yes. Uh, what was Brock it? Turner. Brock Turner, yeah. Um, Joey, you said you followed some of it. Uh, you kind of want to give people a rundown of those who maybe not been um, up to speed on what's been going on or who is up to speed but not yeah. really getting all the information. Right. So uh, basically about a year, year and a half ago, um, a girl about my age, you know, just out of school, beginning to, to do her professional professional career, start her professional career, uh, decides to go to a frat party with her now college age uh, uh, sister, 
and um, accidentally goes a little bit too hard in the paint and blacks out and wakes up in a hospital uh, needing a rape kit. Uh, she comes to find out that she's been sexually assaulted by this guy uh, who was at the party. Just, uh, I guess he, he had been around to a bunch of other girls in the area, including her sister, trying to see who was easy enough to score with over the night. And um, uh, I guess a couple of, of guys on the campus uh, saw him basically thrusting himself upon her um, like behind a dumpster. Uh, on, mm-hmm. on the campus. Um, and it took about a year for it to be totally prosecuted. And um, there's a lot of different things to go into it. But but basically what ended up happening was he was convicted by a jury of his peers on all three counts for which he was charged. And the judge decided uh, he only deserved a six-month sentence um, in the county jail, not even like prison or whatever. So, but he has also, I will say on the other hand, he has also been kicked out of school, stripped of all of his titles, and he does have to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life. So it, it's, it's just an, another big story about like the issue of consent and, and, you know, if at any point he had paid attention to the fact that for the 20 minutes that he was on top of her, she was unconscious, maybe he wouldn't have been in this situation. Yeah. Well, in, in this whole situation, and I, and I read a bunch of it uh, last night. I couldn't sleep. Um, I was thumbing through Facebook. This came up. Um, I read a bunch of articles about this, and I especially read uh, her letter that uh, she uh, wrote and read to him in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like 7,000 words. Um, I read. Yeah, it was a really long letter. Yeah, um, I read probably about 80% of it. I mean, after a while, I mean, like, I kind of just, I just couldn't listen to it anymore or read it anymore because it. It was just horrible, and but every word she said was exact. It was uh, accurate. Um, mm-hmm. Three people pissed me off in this situation. First off, it's this Brock Turner. Um, yeah. He looks like a piece of shit. His actions made him seem like a piece of shit. And the fact that he, who is a complete bitch, I mean, the ending... <laughs> When you we listen to the story and listen to what this guy did and how he acted when he got caught, I mean the fucking dude tried to run away. Okay, you, you don't yeah. run away if you're not guilty of something. Okay, and the fact that like he tried to turn turn around everything he started, to, he said in the beginning about how she wanted it, she consented to it, she said I could do this and all that, she was okay with it. It's like she was passed out. Two people right. who weren't even near her could tell she was passed out. You know? Right. And so, yeah, I mean, he sits there and he tries to become the victim in this whole situation. Right. And then, well, and, and the fact that his story changed entirely the second he found out she didn't remember anything. Yeah, exactly. And then he turned to the judge, who the judge could have gave him 14 years. He was, He had a max sentence of 14 years. And he gets six mm-hmm. months. Like this fucking, and it's not even like six months. Like he can literally get out in three months with good behavior. He doesn't even have to. Right. He doesn't have to, um, you know, do the entire six months. He could get out. He could get out by the time fucking fall hits. Yep. Which is another piece. Just like, how can you sit there and get possibly a fourteen years, and you end up with maybe ninety days? Right. Yeah. And then. Yeah. One of the other pieces of shit in this whole situation is her fu- his his fucking dad, 
who says yeah. that, he sh- said that he shouldn't be punished and suffer the rest of his life for 20 minutes of action. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. how do you think, the worst how do you think this woman feels? You know, her whole plan, her whole thought was to go out with her sister, have some fun, goof around, have something to drink, dance around and be goofy. And then you wake up in a hospital, not have any clue what happened, realize that you have no underwear on, no idea what happened to it. And then people are poking and prodding your shit because somebody thrusted themselves upon you. And the fact that you have pine needles dropping out of your head. And it's just... It is so fucked up that he only got six months for shit like this. And this is the I totally problem. Agree. It's like, I mean, it, it goes back. It goes back a while uh, in one of our earlier shows when we talked about a situation like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we talked about how, like, you know, consensual sex should turn into a bad situation for a guy. But this this is a complete ass bag. I mean, this is a completely different scenario. Right. This is pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. This girl was unconscious. She had no way of consenting. And first off, what kind of man are you to even try to fuck somebody who's in that kind of situation? Right. It's right. like I mean, I mean like even if she was conscious, she probably couldn't have been coherent enough to even understand what's going on. And you know you're going to get in trouble for it to begin with. And what person has any kind of respect for anybody to to fool around with somebody behind a dumpster on a dirt trail in the middle of the fucking woods? Right. Yeah. And I think the other crazy thing to me is that uh, she gave him the opportunity to not go to court. Like she, she was she was literally willing to just be like, look, if you just admit that you did this to me and like try to make amends by just by just literally admitting that what you did was wrong. We can make this all go away. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, yeah, that makes sense. I am wrong. He was like, oh, woe is me. Look at my mistake. I got too drunk. And now this woman is is accusing me of stuff and it's just like you're an asshole dude and you you probably need at least six months in prison if not longer and it probably should be prison not like county jail (laughs) no he he should be in a state prison being fucked by like 30 big ass lifers every single day he is in jail like they should be like i'm gonna put you with fucking bubba and barbara and these are both big fucking dudes. And they're going to do nothing but pound his fucking, uh, fucking ass for 90 fucking days. Because it is trash, it is garbage, and that's the shit that makes a problem for everyone else in society. Because mm-hmm. everyone's going to look at this guy and be like, oh shit, he only got six months for this. Right. Maybe if... I do something like this. Oh, well, hey, she said we could do it. She was cool with it. She was fine with it. No, because you know what? It's just going to make situations worse and worse for everybody now, especially in college uh, fucking towns. Right, especially where especially where it's already a huge problem in a lot mm-hmm. of college towns. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, I, and I, I also I got to say, I, I understand the, the desire to, like, get back at him and, and stuff. But I'm, I'm really I'm with I'm with this woman. You know, if, if he could just get to the point where he could admit that what he did was wrong, mm-hmm. not not the getting drunk part. Like, it doesn't matter that you got drunk. People get drunk. But like, I've gotten drunk a lot and never raped anybody like it's not something that's ever happened. Fuck no. I get you fucked know. up and I still show myself respect. You know? Right. 
No, I know. Right. So, like, 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 if he could just get to the point where he could admit that what he did was wrong, mm-hmm. that would be excellent, as far as I'm concerned. But the the other thing is, it's just sort of like, like, if if he were to spend 90 days just getting plowed by the the Bubba and Barbara, as you said. You know what? What's going to stop him from just being more of the victim? Because he he's been trying to pretend like he's a martyr, like he's going down for some great cause. You know, he's going to get out. He's going to talk to schools about drinking and promiscuity on campus. And it's just like, no, dude, you clearly have no idea that that you did wrong or what about what you did was wrong. So I don't know. It's just it's sort of I like I I understand that feeling of like ah justice needs to be swift and heavy. <laughs> But, like, I'm worried that he's not going to learn his lesson if that happens. It'll just be another thing to add to the pile of stuff that he's blaming her for. So, I don't know. It's just – it's it's a horrible situation. It, we talk about a lot of horrible situations on this show that have really no good answers to them. Well, I mean, what, <laughs> I mean, find me something positive, you know? I mean, it's like I – mean, yeah. I mean, that's what this world comes to. It's like, I mean, like, no matter what, no matter who it is, what's going on, where it's located – everything is happening in a negative way it's like right. i mean like like perfect example and i know we're not going to talk about politics and i don't want to get too far into it and everything but i get that people don't like donald trump i get people hate donald trump i hate the concept of donald trump being a president of the united states and everything but there are so many violent protesting protesters that are outside like his like uh, conventions and shit that are more of a problem for our country than what he's doing just talking about running it it's like i i and i'm with you i don't want to get too far into politics either i totally agree that protesters who protest using violence are wrong i do not necessarily personally think that 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 it's worse (laughs) than him for our country but that's just my opinion yeah i don't need to get into it i just but yeah, but just so that people know that we've got differing opinions on the show. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, but please, please continue. The thing is, like, I mean, like, all he's doing is talking, and every politician everywhere in the world, the first thing to do is they talk about what they want to do with the country and what they can do. But when you look at it, you think about everything that people have said. No one truly follows through 100 percent with everything they're going to say. Trump wants to talk. Trump wants to. He wants to appease to a certain group of people, and that's what it is. You know. Clinton's the same way. Bernie's the same way. Everyone is focused on one group instead of the whole group as one. And the problem is the group that does not agree with Donald Trump feels that everybody who's supporting him is a racist, is <clears throat> a rich person trying to get richer. And what they do is they throw eggs at people. They destroy their cars. They beat the shit out of them. And it's like I get that you don't want to you don't want to like or respect what he's saying, but don't destroy another person just because he's having a few good ideas that they're agreeing with. Now it's like you like you are doing nothing but causing violence and reckless situations for people that it doesn't need to happen. If you want to protest it, stand outside with your your signs, yell, scream, you know, cuss at somebody if you want, but you don't need to be violent about it. You know? Yeah, I, like, I do agree with you in that. I don't think that the violence is necessary at all. You know, and uh, you know, I, I'm, like, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm very, I'm very anti-violence. I don't know if you knew that about me. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you. <laughs> I pro- suck at it, but. <laughs> Well, the only time you protest is you protest in a theater, and what do you do? You take a fucking nap. You know, it's like, right. I, mean, I mean, why can't people do that, you know? You're not sitting there in a theater like, oh, fuck this film. Then you punch the person next to you. Granted, the person next That's to you right. is probably your wife, but maybe on the other side or something, you know? 
Like, oh, I hate this cut scene. Then you throw an elbow, you know? <laughs> there are a number of films where Rob Bass would have gotten <laughs> hit with the bow if that were the case. <laughs> but it's just it's the it's the violence and everything that's causing the problem, and that and that's what it is. Like we we don't have anything good to talk about, you know? If you know somebody's not getting you know sentenced to six months for raping somebody, then somebody's shooting a fucking gorilla, or somebody's killing a lion in Africa. You know, right. it's like, you know, somebody's beating the shit out of a protester. Somebody's killing somebody. It's like nothing good's happening. You know? Yeah. The only, I do the agree only with good that. thing I saw on fucking Facebook in the last two weeks is a really quick and easy recipe for fucking cheesecake. <laughs> there are a lot of good, uh, good cheesecake recipes on oh, Facebook. I, these yeah, days. I saved the shit out of all of them. Cheesecake, anything in a crock pot. Fuck yeah. Mm hmm. Um,. But uh, yeah, uh, Colin, Colin, do you have any opinion on this? I don't even want to start getting into it. No, I'm talking. No, not not <laughs> politics. I'm talking about the uh, the college, the situation with the. Oh no, no, I I don't want to start getting into it. So as a host of a show, you don't want to get involved in the conversation. I'll bring up politics. But we're not talking about politics. We're talking about the sexual. Assault. I will bring up politics if I start talking about it. That's fair. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out like how we cannot talk about the sexual assault without talking about politics. Well, this country's fucking retarded because of politics. I'll allow it. <laughs> Perfect. That's good enough for me. <laughs> um, let's promote a podcast and hopefully move into our main segment. Cool. Let's do that. Uh, check out this promo. It's 738. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo. This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Hello kitty. kitty. Welcome, Welcome to, to the party. Welcome to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. I quit. So yeah, so listen to uh, Afterburn 739 podcast. Um, I was just looking at their uh, Twitter account and everything, and uh, according to it, they're described as the Seinfeld of podcasting. Um, nice. What's up with that? <laughs> what's the deal with airline food? Um, I guess those are Seinfeld references. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen the show, so... <laughs> It's it's about nothing, so it's it's definitely a podcast. Or it's definitely a podcast you need to listen to. Um, I I caught a couple of their shows. Uh, it says they're from Cleveland, Ohio, so uh, you know, major props to the uh, Midwest uh, podcasting community. Um, definitely need to check them out. Uh, I think I think you guys will enjoy it. You guys definitely need to check them out too. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed in it. Excellent. Um. So, to kind of move forward into what our uh, 
main topic was was uh, for the show. Uh, we're open to have a guest on tonight. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, I don't does not look like it's going to happen. So instead, we're going to yeah, pretty much talk about her as if she uh, was here. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, no, I mean, I guess we can't really do that because now I'm gonna ask her questions and answer them myself. <laughs> but uh, it's good. Get... It's yeah. be really weird. All right. Uh, just to give you an idea. Um, we were gonna talk with uh, Super Casey, who is a uh, cosplayer. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Colin, what is a cosplayer? Cosplayer is somebody that goes to conventions. And they usually typically dress up as characters from shows. Um, I mean, it ranges from everything. Uh, X-Men to anime to other podcasts. Yep. I mean, Joe would know that. Um, yep. And, yeah, I mean, so, and people do it professionally. I mean, a lot of people will just do it oh, I'm going to this convention, here is, I'm going to dress up. Some people will go out of the way to go to a ton of uh, conventions, and Super Casey is one of them. And from what it looks like, I mean, sadly we don't have her on right now to say if this is true or not. Uh, it appears that like all the conventions she goes to, she goes to three days, and she has a different uh, outfit for each day. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know when we went to Indie Comic Con, I think she was Vision um, and Squirrel Girl. I'm not sure if Vision was at Indie Comic Con. I know she was dressed up as uh, Ash from Pokemon. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what people do. That's what cosplay is. It's uh, really fun to go and check people out that are dressed up. I mean, because some people put in long just, amounts of time into. Yeah. Uh, I actually have friends. Uh, she's from England who actually has got married here and is now. She actually just went to ASEN, which is a anime convention up in Chicago, and she went full out, made a whole outfit for her and herself, uh, herself and her uh, husband. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people go all out with these things and spend lots of money and time on making them. Yeah, there's a guy who dresses as a uh, Chaos Space Marine to Gen Con every year. Nice. Yeah, and I can't, I mean, just looking at it, that had to be, the first time that he made that, it must have been 500 hours of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous to look at. So, and then you find other people who just like, and not, not to make, I don't want to make fun of people for their hobbies, but at the same time, if you're going as the Joker, try not to look like old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> How do you know he wasn't going as old Greg? Because we shouted. We well, we asked him if he ever drank Bailey's from a shoe, and he looked at us like he didn't know what we were talking about. Oh, that's so. 
I kind of feel the like appropriate Jake answer. If he had seen it, would have been, "You saw my downstairs mix-up." <laughs> Excellent. Or something along those lines. But yeah, cosplay is a lot of fun. It's more fun to watch, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, unless you have the time and and inclination to to really throw together an appropriate outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting is when you see. Like, because you'll see a lot of duplicates of the same character, mm-hmm. but just to see the different, uh, like, different things that they've added to it, so that it's not the exact same, and they have their own unique characteristics of it. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. Like their their interpretation of what they feel the character yeah, is. Yeah, interpretation. I mean, um. Yeah, I mean, like, when, when we went to C2E2, and that was the first time we actually met Super Casey, uh, she was dressed as a Scarlet Witch uh, then. Um, if you go to our website, go to thisfreakingshow.com, and uh, I think it's freaking album. Uh, we have pictures with a bunch of different uh, cosplayers, uh, all of them great people. It's, um, it's not something I see myself ever doing. But I have a lot of fun meeting people who do do it because, I mean, it's so creative what they do. And if you go on Super Casey's Facebook, um, she has albums of, like, all her uh, outfits, all her costumes. Uh, she uh, shows, like, her step-by-step process of making it. Like, right now, she looks like she's in the process of making a uh, female Scarecrow costume. Uh, yeah. You definitely oh, got to so uh, tell her how to spell her name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it'll, it'll be in the description uh, below the show, but it's K A Y C E. If you spell it any differently, it's gonna bring you to a completely different person doing a completely different thing. That, <laughs> granted, is also enjoyable to watch, but not in the same way. <laughs> um, and, and it's, it's, kids are not should not look at that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's super S U P E R K C K A Y C E. Um, she has a she has a Facebook page. You can see all her, um, you know, all her albums of all her uh, costumes and outfits she created. Um, right now I'm on uh, WizardWorld.com, uh, and I'm looking at her profile right now. Uh, kind of gives like a little history uh, about her. Uh, just a quick run through about her life. Uh, she started doing this in 2009. Uh, she attended her first Superman celebration. I'm assuming that's a Superman convention. Um, she's done about 35 different costumes, including a Astrid, Dawnstar, Natsu, Robin, Mega Mam, and many more. Uh, on average, it looks like she goes to about 20 different conventions a year. Uh, I know I saw her at C2E2 in Chicago. We saw her at, uh, Indiana Cosmic Con. Uh, I believe that she's going to be at Indie PopCon. Um, I know she also goes to Wizard World in Chicago, Cincinnati Comic Expo, and the Rocky Mountain Con. Nice. Uh, she partakes as a judge and a host at uh, some of the events at these uh, conventions. And she's won several of her own awards and has been featured in a 2015 issue of iCosplay Magazine. Casey. Yeah, oh. which I've never heard of, which intrigues me. I constantly make it, you know, I, I mean, yeah. this is no surprise. I never heard of it either. Because, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, like before I, before we started doing this podcast, I never really got into the uh, comic book or the um, 
uh, was what would you call it, the fictional world? Sure. Um, so I never really got into the stuff. So I mean, I keep learning new and new stuff every day. Um, but yeah, I cosplay magazine is definitely a new one for me today. Um, apparently her, uh, dressing up in these outfits are not just for, uh, fun and excitement at, uh, conventions, because she also participates in charitable, charitable events, such as superheroes fighting cancer, uh, SOSI, S-O-S-I, which I didn't look that up, so I have no idea what that is, um, uh, and superhero reading day at local libraries. She's uh, also worked personally to raise money for Spinal Bifida and Needy Family, sponsored by the United Way Indiana. So that's impressive. It she's done a lot of stuff. It does, and now that I'm reading more and more about her, it bums me out that we couldn't get her on today. Indeed. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe uh, in a future show we get her back on and talk to her and get this you know get all this information from her. Um, but she seems like a really cool person. When me and Colin uh, went to uh, the Indiana Comic Con, uh, we sat in while she hosted like a Pokemon trivia game. And, oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, besides the idiot behind us, I mean, that was fun. Mm-hmm. The guy um, behind us thought he knew everything. I may have provoked him with my answer being mute to everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, uh, she dresses Ash, um, which, you know, yeah, I guess she pulled off a female Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. As we were there, we noticed a lot of uh, female ashes and a lot of male misties. Oh, yeah, it was really nice. weird. I feel like I could nail a male misty. I would never ginger want hair. to watch you nail any guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know you would. <sighs> I mean, I would do the costume well. It's kind of like you tiptoed into that one. Like expect- I know. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, but wow. I mean, she she did a good job. I mean, she's, you know, she got along with, like, you know, the younger group uh, that was there. She was able to goof around with the older group that was there. I mean, like, I mean, if, if this is a job, she does it very well. Yeah. Yeah. I bet... I- I didn't see any information about it, but I bet she enters competitions from time to time and wins. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Looking forward to her thing here, she says she's won several uh, of her own awards. So I. Nice. So that's fantastic. It's cool that people can do these things for a cause, too. That's the other neat thing. Yeah, definitely. So, because I feel like there are, there are a lot of things that, like, people do for money that don't actually get anything done. So like, I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking about in particular and maybe they do more than I think they do, but uh, I keep, I, I, I'll never not tell this story. I feel like when I was at Gen Con uh, a couple of years ago, we, we went to this, there was this event held by these cosplayers called the cosplay deviants mm-hmm. who are probably the most like, if you if you think cosplay pornography, think cosplay deviants, because that's these people. <laughs> um, and they I don't think they do anything for charity. I'm pretty sure they straight up just use the fact that they've got like some mildly attractive women uh, dressed in in cosplay outfits uh, 
and they can like sell calendars and stuff. Or like uh, we went to this one particular event that was hosted by them at this bar downtown in Indy called Tihi Bob's um, where they were like doing like strip teases and stuff. And it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen because everyone there was the sort of guy who we talked about on the beginning of the segment, only nerdy instead of athletic. Well, I'm ordering my uh, 2016 wall calendar now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but they were just they were just standing there like drooling and like touching themselves through their pants, and it was horrible to to behold. Like I just don't. You have the whole internet at your fingertips. Why do you got to go to Tiki Bob's? <laughs> And that's all I'll say about that. But yeah, cosplay is is great. It's usually not that horrible hedonism den of Tiki Bob's, but <laughs> oh god, it's just it's traumatic. It's like it's like I have flashbacks every time I, th- I think about it. <laughs> so sorry, I was way off track, and I apologize. <laughs> Bringing us down. So a divinity student, huh, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, sometimes you have to see sin to understand it. Dude, I look at my Oof. I look at myself naked every night. I get it. <laughs> we've uh, well, yeah, uh, we've all been there. Uh, anyways, um, just touch base uh, on uh, people who um, go to these conventions and have yet to meet Super Casey. Uh, just a quick uh, few dates of where she's gonna be at. Um, June 9th through the 12th, she'll be at uh, Superman Celebration, wherever that is. Uh, I'm just going to give you the names. You people can look them up. I'm not doing all the work for you. Uh, June 17th through the 19th, she'll be at Indie PopCon, which uh, we got to talk about that in a minute here. July 8th through the 10th, she'll be at O Comic Con. August 4th through the 7th, she'll be at Gen Con Indianapolis. And August 18th through the 21st, you'll be at Wizard World in Chicago. Um, Sweet. Good news, um, hopefully. Um, could be some bad news. I won't know until next week comes around. Uh, the overall objective is me and Colin will be at Indie PopCon. Uh, unfortunately, Joey would not be able to make it out there because of a prior engagement in school. Because he's a traitor. Because he, uh, he's, he's uh, Benedict Arnold. In some way, I guess. Um, Indeed. Uh, summer course had to take it. Graduate priorities in life. Totally understand. Not a huge deal. Um, as long as my work does not become anal, I should be able to make it into PopCon. If my boss decides to put a certain um, process in effect. Uh, I won't be making any popcorn this year. Oh wow! Yeah, they want to start having us come in uh, when we dispatch and have phones and stuff like that. Cause with my job, every one once every month for a week, um, I have to you I have to dispatch. Um, companies will call me to send uh, an employee out to do a job and everything, and he wants us to. We take phones on Wednesday. We have phones from Wednesday to the following Wednesday. What he wants us to do is he wants us to come in on a day over the weekend, keep up with reports, and then take the following Friday off. And I'm all well and good and happy to do that, but I'd rather do it on a Sunday than on a Saturday because there's no point in us coming in on a Saturday to do anything if we were just there the day before because there will be nothing to catch up on. 
Sunday's slightly different. You come in Sunday, get everything from Friday evening and Saturday done, and golden. So if I can make it, first off, if this, as long as this doesn't happen, I'm good. If I have to come in, I'd rather come in on Sunday, and if I can do that, we're still good. But if he makes me come in on Saturday, then I'm going to have to push off any PopCon, and I really don't want to push off any PopCon because I had fun doing uh, going to um, Indi- Indiana Comic Con. Uh, it was like a month ago, two months ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fun doing that. I want to do that again. Um, and I just, I want to get down there. I, you know, I, I want to pass out the fucking cards. We bought fucking business cards and they need to be handed out and I need to meet more people. You know, it's like, I mean, the only way to grow a fan base is to develop, uh, relationships with people. And I can't do that if I'm sitting at my desk at my paying job. Right. <laughs> Preach. So, I mean, obviously that doesn't work. You know, obviously I'll try to make it to another convention somewhere, whether it be Wizard World in Chicago or Gen Con in Indianapolis. Um, but, yep. Um, yeah, so check out check out Super Casey. Check out her Facebook. Uh, check out her uh, page on uh, wizardworld.com. Uh, I don't believe she has a Twitter. Um. I believe she has an Instagram, Super Casey Cosplay. Uh, you can find her on Facebook at Super Casey Cosplay. And, you know, follow her, like her, you know. Help build her fan base, too. You know, if you like cosplayers, she's definitely a fun one to, uh, to um, I don't know. I don't want to say watch, because that sounds creepy. Right. Interact with, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, hang out with yeah. Go to an event and see. Yeah, get a picture taken with her. I mean, I did from C2E2. Uh, her, right. Vision. Um, I don't know who the rest of them were, but it's okay because, I mean, her right. and Vision were there. Right. I mean, well, and you know, also, if you hate Spina Bifida, she raises money to fight that. So there you go. Even if you don't like cosplaying, but you hate Spina Bifida, check out Super Casey. Yeah. Because she and, also doesn't like Spina Bifida. And that means you have something in common. Yeah, and if for some odd reason you like Spina Bifida, well, don't mention that. And so, so right, we don't want to know. Keep that to yourself. Yeah, do that monster. <laughs> ah, real monsters. <laughs> um, but, yeah, where, where are we at with time? I'm not even paying attention anymore. Uh, About 40 minutes. Oh, 40 minutes? Okay, so we got about, what, 20 more minutes of uh, talking? Sure. Um... Cool. So, um, Joey, what's your freak week? Or what's your, what's oh, your man. Week freak? Uh, two, two, two. I had a thing. I lost it. What was it? Mm. Come back to me. Cause I, I definitely had a thing and I've been so focused that I forgot. Tom, what's your weekly freak? My insurance still isn't taken care of. <laughs> oh, I remember now. That sucks, dude. Seriously? Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. So if anything happened where I needed medicalized, I couldn't go because I'm not covered by insurance, even though I pay for it monthly. Right. That's awful. I should, I should really get back paid for it all. You know? Yeah. Because whether it be now or, what, six months ago, what, I wasn't covered? Right. So... Ridiculous. It's fucking bullshit. And they just it sit really on is. their ass and do nothing. 
What about you, Travis? Uh, I want Joey to go because I want I want to talk about mine for uh, a little bit. Oh sure, um, I, I'm I've been really excited about Game of Thrones this week. Um, oh, this good. whole right, right. Don't do yeah, any this spoilers whole, though. No, okay. no, no, no. I'll just talk generally. Um, this whole so so I I read the books years ago, like before the show ever started, yeah. and I actually stopped watching around season three. And then this is the first season since season three that I've been watching regularly, and it is so good like it's so much better than it was and like i'm really enjoying it um the last couple episodes have been great because they've actually been moving the plot forward which is sometimes an issue because they get focused about this like they'll get to like like a major event and they'll have to like build up to it backstory yeah and and then and then like one whole episode you'll just you'll spend like time with one character just doing this one event like you know hodor a couple episodes ago Yeah, yeah But the last two episodes have just been all they've done. They haven't led up to anything. They're probably going to lead up to things in like by like the season finale, but they're just moving the plot forward, and I'm really liking that a lot. So that's what I'm I'm freaking out about that week uh, this week. I'm really really happy about it. It oh gosh, it was so bad for a while there, and I'm just so pleased to finally be able to enjoy this show again. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Uh... A great show, and if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. I mean, at least no. give it a try. Doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. Dip your toe in. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, unless you don't want to watch dogs die, in which case, I guess probably don't watch the show. <laughs> it's not much of that, but no, there's very little of it. But still happens. It's a good. It's a good reason not to watch it if if you're one of those people. Who doesn't like to watch things where the dog dies? Well, and, and just a, a general background of it. It what is it? The most pirated show ever? Oh yeah, easily. And like the creators of it, just like I mean, yeah, Grant, they lose out on it because it's pirated. But it just shows right. how much people are enjoying it. Right. Well, and they're still making like HBO makes more money off of that show than they make off of anything that they do. Yeah. So even even with all the piracy, it's still like the most watched show on television. Yeah. Hey, they're getting money from me for watching that. Same here. So, Travis, what do you uh, what are you freaking on this week? All right. Um. Well, actually, uh, I got two different things. Um, <clears throat> the one thing, which is uh, kind of just started, uh, is uh, I started watching the um, TV show Cheers on Netflix. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I used to watch it when I was younger on like, uh, was like TV Land, Nick and Nice, stuff like that. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, episodes I haven't seen yet, uh, so I'm playing through those. So I mean, that kind of like brings up some uh, fond memories and stuff. Um, the one, one I do want to talk about, uh, a lot because I'm excited that I was able to find it. Um, the, um, remember when I was uh, talking to you guys like about DDP yoga and stuff like that, the former wrestler created like a yoga, yes. um, uh, workout to like help you strengthen yourself and build yourself up and everything. Um, he uh, he put together a documentary for a former wrestler called uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. 
Uh, he was big in like the 80s and stuff like that. Um, early 90s, I believe, too. Um, through uh, through wrestling, through his life and everything, he became addicted to uh, drugs. He became addicted to alcohol and stuff like that, which ultimately uh, destroyed his career, destroyed his uh, family life and everything. And he uh, he lived up. He lived a pretty messed up life. Um, just give you a quick glimpse uh, of what his life was like. Um, his father was a professional wrestler who um, ended up uh, raping a 16-year-old uh, girl. Oh, Jesus. Um, is... That took a turn I wasn't expecting. Jake's, uh, Jake's family, or Jake's life was pretty fucked up. Uh, anyway, yeah. Jake's parents is a professional wrestler and a 16-year-old rape victim. Um, ironically, he never got imprisoned for that. But different time back then. Different time, um, yeah. After all that happened, uh, Jake's uh, father got remarried and while he was on the road and everything, uh, doing what he was doing. He was molested by his uh, stepmother. And he took all these horrible tragedies of his life and he was able to build this character, Jake the Snake. And his whole persona is, and uh, what his character was built on is being like an evil, cynical, dark person. Uh he always has saying, and I know I'm going to fuck it up, but basically it summarizes is if you have power, people will listen even if you whisper. Um, you're basically saying, like, you know, you don't have to yell. You know, if you are a leader, if you have power, people are willing to listen no matter how the tone of voice is and everything. Um, decades, decades of drug use, crack, cocaine, uh, pills, alcohol. Um, not taking care of his body. Uh, he has eight children. He was estranged from. Um, he's pretty much rock bottom until uh, DDP went to uh, go visit him one day, saw how bad he was, and decided that they're going to create a documentary showing how he's going to turn his life around. Um, they gave himself, uh, I want to say it was about 64 weeks. Um, no, what was it? Maybe a year. It's somewhere. It was somewhere between a year and a year and a half, uh, to pretty much bring Jake the Snake back from his, you know, ultimately it was going to be his death. Um, mm. I was never able to watch it. It's been out for almost a year now. Uh, maybe a little bit less. Maybe about six months. And I was never able to get it because you can only get it by downloading iTunes. Um, I never really had anything to watch it on, so I never purchased it. Uh, until uh, Saturday, I went on Netflix and found out that it was on there. Nice. So I watched it on Saturday, and I watched it again yesterday. Uh, if if you're a wrestling fan like I am, uh, if you're a fan of uh, documentaries, if you're a fan of, you know, um, I don't want to call it a miracle, but, you know, like if if you're a fan of watching somebody who's hit rock bottom come back, I mean it's I highly recommend it to anybody. You know you don't have to be a wrestling fan to appreciate it. You don't have to be, you know, a religious person to appreciate you know what is going on in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Not only with that, but within this documentary, they help out another wrestler known as Scott Hall, who uh, was battling pills and alcohol and stuff a majority of his career. Um. But through through DDP, uh, through his friendship, through his uh, his yoga, through his uh, eating, um, between his diets and everything, 
I mean, he was able to turn the life around for these two men, uh, two men who have been banished and who have been blacklisted by uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, uh, went from being those to Hall of Famers who went in back in 2014. Um, hmm. So it's, it's a definite, definite must watch. Uh, I recommend it to every single person um, out there. I recommend that you guys watch it. Um, Joey, I think you would like it because you seem like a, a feel good movie kind of guy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I love me some feel good movies. Um, I think uh, Nico is a wrestling fan of Geekcast Live. Mm-hmm. Check with him. If he hasn't watched it yet, make sure he gets on Netflix to check it out. Um, but, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just inspiring. I mean, to. I mean, unfortunately, I was too young to really appreciate him as a wrestler but i mean to go back and if you go on youtube and you watch some of his promos i mean they are dark sick promos but you know what they're they're entertaining because that's what he did he was able to talk manipulate people you know use words that you know will send chills down your spine or thing and it's that's awesome yeah so that uh that's my uh my weekly freak nice that's fantastic yeah um, I will definitely check this out and pass it on. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier in the show, <clears throat> uh, we're starting a new um, segment or a new uh, part of the show where we're going to uh, plug and promote uh, local bands. Uh, we're going to try to do it on a weekly basis. Obviously, maybe we'll hit a down point where we won't get a submission. If that's the case, then I ain't going to worry about it. But uh, for this week, we do have a... A submission card that came in, and uh, let's see, I can't remember what the name was because I lost it. There it is, Beyond the Sticks. Um, it's a uh, I I can't say what kind of music it is because I still don't know the difference in metal bands. Um, but I did listen to a couple of their uh, songs. They sent me a few of them to listen to, and uh, I enjoyed them. Uh, they're definitely the kind of music that uh, you can drive around with your windows down. Turn it all the way up if you want to go deaf, but it's worth it. Um, we're going to play a uh, song of theirs. I believe it is called Kiss the Abyss. Um, that song is going to be played <clears throat> um, at the end of our show. So uh, after we say our goodbyes and our closing theme plays, uh, then we'll play that song for you guys and everything. Um, yeah, and we'll start doing this every week, you know, if you guys have, yeah. if you guys know of a local band or somebody who, you know, has a song, they want to get out there and everything, you know, send it to us, you know, you could email us at, uh, this freaking show at yahoo.com, uh, send us the name of the band, where they're from, uh, send us, um, their song. And uh, we'll get up on our show. You know, we'll talk about it a little bit. You know, we'll write some information uh, below in the show notes for it. And, uh, you know, just get, get them a chance to be heard, you know, somewhere that's not just local to where they're at, you know. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. so if you like if you like what you hear, check out Beyond the Sticks. Yeah. I want to say, oh, Beyond the Sticks is from France. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, look at that. Out of curiosity, is it Sticks S T I C K S? No, it's or S- Sticks S T Y X. S T Y X. 
YX. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of the river in hell. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking is they're a cover band for the song Sticks, who sings Lady. I doubt it. <laughs> I truly I doubt it. But I want to <laughs> say that they are definitely, I want to say they're definitely a metal band, but just because uh, in their Twitter account or the Twitter page says hashtag metal, hashtag hardcore, hashtag band from uh, cuts out. I don't even know. From I don't know. France since 2011. <laughs> Across the river. Um, yeah. Um, but check them out. Uh, maybe we could uh, get in contact the, with them. Uh, they do have a website beyondasticks.com, so check them out. You know, see where you could uh, find their music. Their music is available on uh, iTunes, Amazon MP3. They do have uh, some videos on YouTube. I do uh, remember checking out a few of those. Um, but yeah, stick around for the end of the show and uh, give them a listen. And if it's the kind of music you like, you know, follow them on Twitter at Beyond the Sticks. Yeah, check them out on Spotify. I just they they're there, right there on Spotify. So after you yep. listen to the one song we have, you can listen to many more on Spotify. But definitely listen to uh, the one that we're uh, produce or we're. Uh, not producing, but uh, promoting. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think here. I think that's it. Yep. Anything else, Colin? I got nothing else. Anything else, Joey? Nope. Hmm. Okay. Hey, Joey. Yeah. <coughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah get your, clear your throat, get this ready. Right. <laughs> um, every Thursday, uh, our fans can catch, uh, catch Geek Cash Joe here on this freaking show. Um, but uh, where can they find you on Saturdays? On Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at geekcastlivepodcast.com slash podcast. Or if you don't want to remember that horribly, horribly long URL, you can just find us at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Twitter and Facebook. Nice. Nice. <coughs> yeah, I got to get back over onto your show. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Word. I'll let jot a note down here. Yeah, make a, make, make a note. Let uh let GCR Rob and Nico know that uh Travis coming. You bet. Um let's see. Yeah, so you know, stay uh stay for the end of this show. Uh listen to the song by Beyond the Sticks. Make sure you check out uh Afterburn seven thirty nine podcast. Uh go on Facebook, check out uh Super Casey, K A Y C E. Um, if you find any other Super Casey other than K-A-Y-C-E, <clears throat> blame Colin, not me. Um, <laughs> you, can find, uh, you can find us on social media and all our podcasts just by going to thisfreakingshow.com. We have links to uh, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, links to our Twitter and our Facebook. Um, for you Apple lovers, you know, go to uh, iTunes. You can search us by This Freaking Show. All our shows are there. If uh, you feel the, feel like you're up to it and want to help us out, you know, leave us a rate, uh, a rating and a review. Those reviews and those ratings will help build us more into iTunes and make us more popular. Uh, as always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. No!